We're learning the fifth Sikha of Parshas Ekev in Chelik Yates on page 121. This year is being learned Lilinishmas Rab Yosef Ben Yamin Ben Rab Menashe Koltman. Tzizamin mitnitzivoi of mitzvahs mezuzah beparshaseno. Along with the mitzvah of mezuzah, which is written in this week's parsha, ochisavta ma mezuzah ispeisecha ovisharecha, to write the mezuzah and to place it on your doorpost, zoktan di teirik laich nachdem, the Torah immediately follows and says, What the reward for this mitzvah is. That by fulfilling this mitzvah, you will increase your life and the life of your children. This is also quoted in Shulchanarach. One that's careful with the mitzvah of mezuzah, he and his children will live a long life. In the Minyan Eidos HaSchar, the fact that the Torah here notifies us what the Schar of this mitzvah is, Gleich Tzachais, mitzvah mezuzah, mit noch gewissen mitzvahs, was the Torah gets a wissen, befeidish der Schar. It's compared to other mitzvahs where the Torah clearly tells us what the Schar is. Vi, kibbedavayim, v'chayetzibizah. One of those mitzvahs is kibbedavayim, where the Torah also tells us what the reward is, and other mitzvahs as well. However, we find over here regarding mezuzah and mitzvahs mezuzah an inyan noisav was megefintnit by andere mitzvahs. There is an additional detail, a bigger chiddush that we find regarding the mitzvah of mezuzah, even more than other mitzvahs. Chazal zagen the Gemara tells us on the Torah bringt this up. The Torah quotes this as well. As durchdem was matkeveya a mezuzah if was was keveya a mezuzah if in pesach abayis. That through the fact that one places a mezuzah on the doorpost of your house, heat that them bias. This brings protection. Hashem guards your home. And the Torah actually gives the following analogy: Melach When it comes to a king of flesh and blood, mibafnim. So the king is on the inside in the palace. And his servants are guarding him from the outside. However, when it comes to you, to the Eden, you you sleep peacefully in your bed. And the Eibishter is guarding you from the outside. And this is what the mezuzah on the door accomplishes. That's uh, what it says in the Torah. So this protection that one gets through the mitzvah of mezuzah, is nit an inyan for schar mitzvah. This is not as a reward for fulfilling a mitzvah. Nor this is with the bach is masbe. Rather, this is as the bach explains a hino verevach miguf ha mitzvah atzma. This is a benefit and a gain that you get from the very mitzvah itself. That this is the nature of the very mitzvah itself that it provides protection. Noisafloi alaschar cholo. In addition to the reward that the Torah says that you live long life. On the mid is the Bach Masber, thus was the Torah schreibt. So with this, the Bach explains why, when the Torah brings this concept that Hashem guards us with the mezuzah, so he says, as, as the Shmir durch the mezuzah is gedoyla mizeh. It's greater. It's even greater than the point that he mentioned before, which is greser from the mzchar l'man yirbuvagaymer. It's greater than the reward of long life. Why is it greater? Because the fact that Hashem protects us through the mezuzah, that's a benefit that comes from the very mezuzah itself, from the very mitzvah itself. The schar is an additional thing, that you get rewarded for the mitzvah that you did. 
So this is a unique chiddush that we find only regarding the mitzvah of mezuzah, that the very mitzvah itself has a gain and a benefit, in this case protection. Nochmer, in addition, that in Yenah Shmire is nit kein zaitige anover revach for mitzvahs mezuzah. The fact that there's protection through this mitzvah of mezuzah, which is the gain that you have from the mitzvah, is not a side thing that happens to be a result of doing the mitzvah. Nor does it an ikir in mitzvahs mezuzah. This is a primary focus of what the purpose of the mitzvah is for. Ubeloshna teisvah, as teisvah says, l'shimur ovid. The mitzvah of mezuzah is made for this point. To have the protection on your home by placing the mezuzah on the door. Because of this special, unique advantage that the mitzvah of mezuzah has, as the gufa mitzvah is a that the definition of the very mitzvah itself is the fact that this mitzvah pr- provides protection, and it's the purpose of the mitzvah. Is da chiluk tzvishin dem oifen akim from mitzvahs mezuzah and dem oifen akim from under the mitzvahs. There's a difference when it comes to the way a person fulfills this mitzvah, the attitude a person has when he fulfills the mitzvah of mezuzah, and the attitude a person has when he comes to fulfill any other mitzvah. So the Rebbe explains first regarding other mitzvahs with the following introduction. Bechlal, so generally speaking. When the Torah mentions clearly what the reward for the mitzvah is, is the Torah oisn nitzdam to the tzelim vegendem. The point here is not the Torah is not just telling you a matter of fact that this is the reward that you could receive and will receive. But as the simple meaning of the pasuk is, the Torah is letting you know about the schar so that this will encourage you and, and strengthen you to go ahead and do this mitzvah. And Chazal Zogendoch, we know what Chazal tell us when it comes to the motive that a person has to do a mitzvah, that lo'oilam yasik adem b'tayro mitzvahs afalpisha lo'ilishmacholo. That a person should always be ready to do a mitzvah, even if this means doing the mitzvah with an ulterior motive. On the Rambam brengt us herap la'alach and ilchis shuvah, as the Rambam quotes this also as a halacha. On his masber and he explains, as azay muzayin dem seyder alimut, this is actually a must, this is how you begin teaching and educating children, training them into the love of Torah by giving them certain things as a reward and that's their motive to learn. And the Rambam says as follows, Children, we cannot teach them Torah only when they know that you reward them for their learning. Until they'll grow older and they'll be more mature, they'll have a deeper understanding and they'll have greater wisdom. Then, or actually again, going back to the child when he's still young, slowly we reveal to them the secret to give them the understanding of how precious the Torah itself is. And we slowly accustom them to learning Torah even without any reward, without any other motive, but to learn it for the sake of the Torah itself. But this is very gradual because a child initially can only begin getting his geschmack, his feeling and his taste for learning Torah when you give him some kind of a reward, some kind of a other benefit in his learning. The Rambam also speaks about this at length in his Pirish on Mishnayis, where Zok there, the Rambam says, Those that do not yet comprehend the ultimate truth, 
to the point you get to the level of Avram Avinu that was connected to the truth itself. The way to encourage them to learn on this matter and we have to strengthen them with their motive that they have in different ways to, to, to give them rewards. So here we see that this is not only an acceptable way of learning but actually this is the way you begin educating a child or any individual that does not yet appreciate the Torah for what it is by doing it Shalei and even for a specific reward. So this is true by all mitzvahs. However, at the same time it's understood as ben mizmekayim a mitzvah. If one fulfills a mitzvah just for the reward alone. Fell down in shleimus akim from the mitzvah. So definitely he's lacking in the fullness of this fulfillment of the mitzvah. Vibaltos shleilishma, his involvement in the mitzvah with an ulterior motive. So he's not fully doing the mitzvah for the sake of the mitzvah itself. It's not the complete level, the highest level of doing a mitzvah. Nachmer, even more so. Afil tuta mitzvah kedei tzemekayim zayin mitzvahs boirai. When a person does a mitzvah and he's doing it for the sake to fulfill his creator's mitzvah for the sake of the mitzvah that Hashem has given him. At the same time though, he thinks to himself, well, I could have a fringe benefit as something that will benefit me from this mitzvah. For example, He gives tzedakah because this will give life to his son. If his son is not well and he wants to have a merit for the health of his son, that will merit to have a peace in the world to come. Even though the Gemara says about this, that this individual is a tzadik or an absolute tzadik, Nevertheless, this is not the ultimate level of performing a mitzvah with purely for the sake of the Eibishter that commanded to fulfill this mitzvah. So that's when it comes to all mitzvahs. There's the mitzvah that's done shalai lishma, which is fully acceptable, but at the same time, it's still not the shleimus of the mitzvah. When it comes to the mitzvah of mezuzah, and the fact that a mezuzah serves for the purpose of protecting the person, yeshleima, we can say, for the mitzvah, the fact that mezuzah is a protection, is not some kind of a reward. This is a result and actually a part of what the very mitzvah itself is. The shmira of the mitzvah is what the mitzvah is about. So if so, if so, there's nothing lacking in the ultimate and full fulfillment of the mitzvah if he's doing the mitzvah with this uh, realization or with this understanding that it's being done for the purpose of shmira. This is actually what the purpose of the very mitzvah itself is, to bring protection for a yid. So the Rebbe divides it here into two points. Number one, the mitzvah does provide protection. And number two, that's actually the goal of the mitzvah. The purpose of the mitzvah is actually to, to give a person protection. So therefore, when a person is doing the mitzvah for this, for this point of the protection of the mitzvah, there's nothing lacking in his mitzvah. In addition, the 
One of the reasons why, when it comes to determining exactly where in the doorpost you place the mezuzah, if you have a wide doorpost, you place it further in or further out. So the Gemara says, and the halach is, it has to be placed, but tefach hasamech at that last tefach that's closest to the outside, to the street, is So like this, every inch of his house, including till the very outside, will be fully protected. So this haste, what do we, what do we understand from this? As das was the mezuzah is a shmira, the fact that mezuzah is a protection, is not just something that a person can think about and be aware of and understand that this is what the mitzvah is about when you place the mezuzah on the doorpost, nor This actually will determine how you fulfill the mitzvah. Where exactly do you place that mezuzah? It's not just something in your thoughts, but this is in action, where you put the mezuzah. As the Torah himself quotes it there in the continuation of his words in the same place. So this is the unique Chiddush we find regarding the mitzvah of mezuzah. That it's a mitzvah that the very mitzvah itself is about Shemitah. And this is something when a person thinks about this and he does the mitzvah for this purpose, there's nothing lacking in his fulfillment of the mitzvah. However, one can ask on this, their tur alein is dart messiah. The Torah himself, after he brings the fact that a mezuzah is for Shemitah and Hashem is guarding us from the outside and we are on the inside. So after he says this, he concludes and says as follows, However, the kavana, the point that you're thinking about when you fulfill the mitzvah should not be, You fulfill the mitzvah only for the sake of the fact that the Eibishter commanded to do the mitzvah. Which means seemingly, as muzol nit mechaven zayin, as the mezuzah is l'shem shmira. Somebody, somebody should not think to himself, you know why I'm doing this mitzvah? I'm doing the mitzvah for the purpose of shmira. So how can we say that over here, since the whole point of the mitzvah itself is all about shmira, that there's nothing wrong if a person is thinking that he's putting up this mezuzah for shmira, if the Torah clearly says that one should not be thinking that he's doing it for the shmira, rather he's only doing it for the mitzvah that the Ebrister commanded us to do. So the point over here is, this is not a question of what we said before at all. First point is, First of all, the Torah does not say that one is not allowed to be thinking about the fact that this mezuzah will provide him protection. It doesn't say, Oser. It says, Lo shall not be, but it doesn't say that it's forbidden. And the Rebbe will get back to this point at the end of the Sif. But besides that, there's also a huge distinction here. It's not logical to say as the tur kumta zogn that what the tur is coming to say is as that one should not at all think about the fact that what I'm doing right now is is I'm placing a mezuzah which is a protection. You cannot think about the fact that this mezuzah is a protection when you're doing this mitzvah. It's not doesn't make sense that this is what the tur means. Vile. So first of all, the proof here is Kanal, as we quoted before regarding the halacha. Ma dochas oifin kiyuma is dafke durechapule vazvaist, as in yone is shmire. If the mitzvah is done in such a manner that when you have to determine how to do the mitzvah, where to place the mezuzah, you're going to look at how you're going to get the most protection by placing it to the closest to the outside. Which means that, of course, you're paying attention to the fact that this is a shmire, and you, that, that's how you're doing the mitzvah b'payel. 
is the kol shekein. So most definitely, as memek trachten as amachshave. So most definitely, one may be aware and be doing the mitzvah with this thought that what I'm doing now is placing a mezuzah, which is a protection. So then, what does the tour mean when he says, "Do not do the mitzvah with this kavana for shmita"? Nor the mit is a nor shaylil. When the Torah says that, what is coming to negate is something a little, is, is something further, something different. As by kiyum mitzvah mezuzah, when one comes to fulfill this mitzvah of mezuzah, dafnet zayin the kavana, the point and the kavana that you're focusing on, meaning that this is your only. App, uh, your, your exclusive motive for the mitzvah. That's what kavana here means. Your kavana should not be as metutas tzalib der tayelas hashmira vas mahat funder mitzvah. That the only reason why I'm doing the mitzvah is for this shmira. Varom er voltzim mekayim given mit dem zelben cheshek vehidor ven es volte bay nit given kenin yifin shmira klal. Because a yid that does this mitzvah, of course, you have to do the mitzvah because Hashem commanded it, whether it is a shmira, whether it does not provide you a shmira, it doesn't matter. You have, you'll do the mitzvah anyways because this is Hashem's mitzvah. Not as davzayin lekayim mitzvah is barach. So in that sense, of course, when one does the mitzvah, he's only doing the mitzvah because it's Hashem's mitzvah that he has to fulfill. Right, so in other words, this is what the Torah is negating. That if someone would come and say, my whole kavana in the mitzvah is that I'm doing it just for the sake of the Shemitah, and he would not do it if not for the Shemitah, so that, the Torah says, one should not do it with such a kind of kavana. However, on the other hand though, you may have in your mind and think about the fact, as the mitzvah, them that what is this mitzvah? The mitzvah consists of the fact was that the mitzvah itself consists of the shmirah. What is the mitzvah all about? The fact that Hashem says place a mezuzah, which is a shmirah on your house. In other words, create a protection for your home. That is what the very content of the mitzvah itself is. The mitzvah has two parts. It has the physical action of placing the mezuzah on the doorpost, but then there's also what the mitzvah is. The mitzvah is the shmirah that's created through this uh, mezuzah that you place there. So obviously, if that's part of the mitzvah, so of course the person can be thinking, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing the mitzvah, which is creating that shmirah. So that, the Torah does not negate at all. There's a huge distinction there. Now the Rebbe goes back to the point that he said before that the Torah is negating that one should not do the mitzvah with the kavana that I'm only doing it because it's a protection. But otherwise I would not do it. And even on that, if, if the Torah would not say that it's oser. When I feel it done, when we took the mitzvah, blows to leave them to yell Even if someone is doing the mitzvah just for the purpose because he wants the benefit of the protection, is a skiyama mitzvah. So he's doing a mitzvah. Not was then, but like any time a person does a mitzvah when he's not motivated to do a mitzvah and his only motive is because he wants to have some kind of a gain, some kind of a schar from the mitzvah. So here as well, when one does the mitzvah only for the purpose because of the protection, it's no worse than any other case of a doing a mitzvah and even then, regarding those people, our child that's in a situation where we can't expect them to understand better and more, is as the Rambam clearly says regarding doing mitzvahs, we strengthen them and we encourage them to go ahead and do the mitzvah. So this explains why the Torah does not say Osir. He just says, Lo yehei. That's not the ultimate fulfillment of a mitzvah, doing it just for the purpose of the Shemitah. 
But now going back to the main point here of this Sif, in a case where a person does the mitzvah because it's Abish's mitzvah, and he's not, the motive is not just to get the schar, but he understands and is thinking about the fact that what does the mitzvah itself consist of? The fact that it creates a shmirah, that's totally fine. Not only that's totally fine, that's actually what the mitzvah is. It creates a shmirah. However, seemingly, we can ask on all of this a question from a different angle. The Rambam paskint on the Torah bring this up. The Rambam says, and the Torah quotes this as well in a different place, that Those individuals that write inside of mezuzah names of malachim, they are part of those people that it says that, that they have no portion of the world to come. These fools, not only did they nullify this mitzvah here by doing so, they took a great mitzvah like this, and then turn it into some kind of an amulet that they use for their own personal benefit. That's what the Rambam tells us about the mezuzah. Does haste. So doesn't this mean as follows? In other words, as those was the mezuzah ved patracht via kameya shalanos atzmon. If somebody considers a mezuzah to be like an amulet that he uses for his own benefit, tzaliba shmira, he's using the mezuzah for protection. Is this nid blois aniyim for shalaylishma? It's not just like any other mitzvah that a person does with an ulterior motive, which is fully acceptable. Here the Rambam says there's something additionally wrong here. Utilizing a mezuzah for a shmireh is a step further than just shalei l'shma. This is actually foolish. He's including those people that have no portion in the world to come. So if so, this questions everything we said before. That doing a mitzvah of mezuzah for the shmireh is fully acceptable. And even if you're doing the mitzvah exclusively for that purpose and you have no other motive, the worst it can be, or it's fine when you do a mitzvah shalei l'shma, but here we see that by a mezuzah, utilizing a mezuzah in this way for your own anna is something which is total foolishness, and even more than that. The fact that the Rambam says that he nullified the mitzvah, that's not our question here. The mitzvah is puzzle. The fact that he nullified the mitzvah and this mezuzah here is puzzle is That's not related to our conversation here that we're discussing regarding the mitzvah of mezuzah. What's the motive of the mitzvah? What should he be thinking about? The mezuzah does not become puzzle just because the person's attitude that he considers the mezuzah to be like an amulet. Rather, because he added inside of the mezuzah different things that are not part of the parshas of the mezuzah. On the Rambam paskint in the Friedig Alocha, and the Rambam clearly says in the Alocha before this, you add inside the mezuzah even one extra letter, the whole mezuzah is possible. So that's not the issue here. And that's what the Rambam is, mas, is, is mamshich. When the Rambam here continues and says, that he took a, such a great mitzvah and turned it into an amulet, this is not the reason why it's not a mitzvah, nor a haisafayv bitlum ha mitzvah. This is an additional point besides the fact that by the very fact that you add names of malachim, you nullify the mitzvah because there's an extra letter inside of the mezuzah. So there's an additional point. And the Rambam wants to explain that it's not only that you nullify the mitzvah and the mezuzah is possible, but besides that, you're also a fool and you have no chelik leilam abba. So there's two different points that the Rambam is saying here. The question that we're asking though is from this that the Rambam says that if someone 
treats a mezuzah like something which is hanoas atzmam, the benefit of the mitzvah, the shmirah of the mitzvah, then he's a fool. So then how can we say that doing the mitzvah with this machshavah, that it's for shmirah, is a positive thing and it's actually part of the mitzvah itself? Aber, however, in Emerson, Kamenet Lernen, in the Raloche from Rambam, we cannot understand the words of the Rambam as the Isser, Bashteit, Nor and them, Vasarata Kavanashloidishma. That there's an Isser to do the mitzvah of mezuzah when it's done with an ulterior motive to nutzin the mezuzah, tzashmire la noes That one uses the mezuzah as something which will be your protection. The very fact that he has this motive, it's a shaloy lishma, and that itself in this case is worse than any regular shaloy lishma, and he's a fool. We can't say such a thing. Vile for various reasons. Noisif of them, in addition to the simple point, it's very difficult to say, that just because he's doing the mitzvah with this motive, he's referred to as a fool. Why is he a fool? The fact is that that's what a mezuzah is. A mezuzah is made for this protection. And the goal of the mezuzah is the fact that it provides protection. So even if you're going to tell me that, yeah, a person should not focus on that, though, that should not be the motive of the mitzvah. But if that is the motive of his mitzvah, could you call him a fool? After all, that is what the purpose of the mezuzah is. Why would he be called a fool? And to go so far to say that an individual that's focusing on this aspect of the mitzvah, which happens to actually be true, so you're going to say that he has no portion in the world to come. That's one point. Besides this, Bishasim Psakdin Mufurish in Rambam, there's a clear halach in the Rambam as Habari Shekara Psukin An individual, he's healthy. And he's reading psukim from the Torah, kedei shetagin cholum. And these psukim of the Torah, he reads them that they should be as a shield and a protection for him. Harei zemutter, this is allowed. Thus haste, so the Rambam is clearly saying, memeg nutzen divrei Torah al tzahagona. One may use the words of Torah as a protection. Umizaknit as durch dem machte from Torah kamei shalanos atzmam v'cholum. And there's no issue of the fact that when you read Torah with this motive that you want it to, as a protection that you're turning the Torah into some kind of an amulet for your own personal benefit. The Torah itself is a protection, and you can read the words of Torah for a protection. So over here as well, when a person has this kavanah shalei l'shma, there's no way we can say that. Besides the actual motive, which is an issue, in this case by a mezuzah, you're utilizing the holy words of a mezuzah for your own personal protection. That's worse than, than just a plain shalei lishma. You can't utilize the words of Taita in such a way. But that's not true. The Rambam himself paskins regarding Taita, the one that learns Taita for the purpose of using it as a protection, that's totally allowed. The Taita is a source of protection. So it's the same thing over here. The issue of having this kavana that the mezuzah is l'shem shmire cannot be just the very fact that you're using it for shmire. Nor, so rather, what is the issue over here with this individual? The Rambam alain is masber. In the words of the Rambam, he explains himself the mitzvah that is massive. The Rambam adds and clarifies. After the Rambam says that he's treating this mezuzah like an amulet for his own benefit, he says, like it entered into the heart of those fools. That this is something that has benefit for you, just like any other things in the world, any other things that are nonsense or, or, or falsehood or uh, in vain, that things in the world that you think that they give you protection, but they don't. So the Rambam adds these words that you're treating the mezuzah like other objects in the world that are part of part of the things, the other objects in the world. What is the Rambam adding with this? 
Das was they shreib in Arayin in their mezuzah, Shemis HaMalachim V'chulo. The issue over here is, when a person is writing into this mezuzah these names of Malachim, of angels, Hagam, the mezuzah alein, is Hashmira. Even though the mezuzah itself, the very mitzvah, is the source of the protection of the mezuzah. Is a bavais, what does this prove? As by Zay, is the mezuzah in Gansanit Kenenishal Mitzvah. That the mezuzah that he has is not something that he's looking at as something unique and as something as a mitzvah. What place is there to come and add your own personal things and names of angels? If this is actually a mitzvah and a protection that the Abishta says is a protection, you have to add and help the Abishta in this protection. So if he's adding this into the mezuzah, what does that mean? He doesn't even treat the mezuzah as a mitzvah b'chlal. Not a kameyah He treats the mezuzah as just another amulet. Like any other object in the world that can be used for your own benefit, so the mezuzah is another amulet that you can use also for your benefit. Adosa sleeps zaina nois. It's another object that can be used for your benefit. Was an unhabli like any other things in the world that can be for your benefit, and they're in vain. And not necessarily do they provide any benefit. And here you are using the mezuzah in the same way. You don't even view it as a mitzvah. That's the issue here. On the Riber is a satipshus, and therefore we understand why the Rambam says that this is foolishness. Why is a mezuzah a shmireh? The fact that it is a mitzvah, and the mitzvah is the source of its shmireh. In the in the in their zeit, and at the very same time, this individual by adding into the mezuzah, they're they're fooling themselves. And they think that the source of the protection is not from the mitzvah of mezuzah, nor from a kameya shall Instead, they're transforming into the mezuzah, the, the mezuzah into some kind of an object that is stripped from it being a mitzvah as just like another object that provides protection. That he looks at the mezuzah as just like any other object in the world that can be part of foolish things in the world that you think provide your benefit. That's the foolishness over here. The fact that he's you have here something that's giving you protection. It's a mitzvah. Take the protection of the mitzvah. Instead, he strips it from the source of its protection and he wants to get the protection from what? From this mezuzah, a, a, a mezuzah which is not a mitzvah, but rather like any other object in the world. How foolish. So that's the explanation why such an individual has no portion in the world to come. Similar to what it says, the halacha, the Rambam says, someone that turns taita into something that's a healing for the body. That's how he treats taita. In other words, he takes away the taita from taita. It's not, he doesn't see it as taita, he just sees it like a medicine. Those are, they're part of people that just deny what taita really is. While taita is not a fuas nefashis, because taita really is taita, it's holy, and it's a it's healing for the soul. Taita is not just another utensil that you can utilize to heal yourself physically. Kings are not based on this, we understand that this is all not true. When one affixes a kosher mezuzah to his doorpost, on his garnet meisif in the mezuzah, and he doesn't add anything into the mezuzah. Nor beim kiyum a mitzvah hotter di machshove as a tutis, while a vil di shmire from the mitzvah. Rather, when he's fulfilling the mitzvah, he thinks about the fact that he wants the protection of this mitzvah is this l'chola yaiser in him gather from kiyum a mitzvah shalaylishma. The most that you can say about this is that if he's doing it with this motive, so he's doing a mitzvah with an ulterior motive. 
So then, it's not the ultimate fulfillment of the mitzvah in the purest way, but it's definitely a mitzvah which we even encourage people to do the mitzvah this way. And especially according to the distinction that the Rebbe explained before, if he's fulfilling the mitzvah, not exclusively with this motive that I'm only doing it because of the shmirah that I get from it. His kavana is, why am I doing this mitzvah? Because Hashem commanded me to do it. But what does the actual mitzvah itself consist of? Placing a mezuzah, which is a protection on the doorpost of your home. Is a demot mekayim the mitzvah b'shleimusa. So then you're actually fulfilling the mitzvah in its ultimate way of fulfilling a mitzvah, and there's nothing lacking in the mitzvah. So the conclusion over here is that we basically have three different ways a person can uh, be doing the mitzvah of mezuzah. You have what the Rambam speaks about when one treats the mezuzah as this item that's mehavle ha'ilam, and you don't even focus on the mitzvah aspect of the mezuzah. You just see it as anything else in the world. And then you're a tippish, you're a fool, that you're, you're taking away the mitzvah of the mezuzah and you just want to get the protection without the mitzvah, while the shemitah comes from the mitzvah. Then you have the individual that does the mitzvah shalai l'shma. So just like any mitzvah, there's a mitzvah shalai l'shma, and this is something which is fully acceptable and even encouraged with people that cannot do the mitzvah for its sake of the mitzvah that Hashem said. So mezuzah is no different. Doing the mitzvah for the sake of the shmirah is fully acceptable. And then there's doing the mitzvah and understanding what the mitzvah consists of. The mitzvah consists of creating and providing a shmirah. And doing it with knowing that and having that in mind, there's absolutely nothing wrong. Not only that, that's the fullest fulfillment of the mitzvah. So now based on this, as the Shemideh, that the protection that we get from the mezuzah, it's not some kind of reward or some kind of additional thing that comes out of this mitzvah. This is what the mitzvah itself is about. It'll explain something very unusual that we find regarding the mitzvah of mezuzah. The Mishneh in Mesech Tekelem. So the Mishneh in Mesech Tekelem, Rechentois Kame Kelem Vashaben Abes Kibble. It mentions various different kinds of vessels that have a space to contain things inside. And therefore, because it has this place to contain, so that it meets the standard to be able to be susceptible to Tumah. One of the examples the Mishnah says is Makal mezuzah, a cane that has a cavity in it where you can place a mezuzah inside. Very strange. So the Taisus Yantiv explains what exactly is this cane with this cavity inside. It's possible that people in the time of the Mishnah they would carry a mezuzah with them. And they, they consider this to be as a mitzvah and as a protection for themselves. That was the custom in those times and therefore the Mishnah speaks about this cane with this place to put a mezuzah inside. The fact that this is quoted in the Mishnah, this cane that could be used to place a mezuzah for a protection. And nobody there says anything about the fact that there's something wrong with this. Is mashma as So it seems like the Mishnah is saying that this is something which is acceptable. 
Ubermes, and the truth is, is mashma und noch mehr muchach. It seems that it's actually even clear from Yerushalmi, from something that it says in the Yerushalmi. As the mezuzah gufe hotten sich zgulas hashmire. That the mezuzah has in it the ability to bring a person protection. Even when you're not yet fulfilling a mitzvah with this mezuzah. The very mezuzah itself, the object of mezuzah, when it's written properly, has in it a power for protection. As Vert itself in Yerushalmi, the Yerushalmi relates the following, As Rabbeinu HaKadosh had mezuzah to Artobain Anochri. Rabbeinu HaKadosh sent the mezuzah to Artobain, which was a non-Jew. And he said to him, as I shikt him, you shouldn't think I'm just selling you some kind of a parchment with words on it, but it's something that has actually value. I'm sending you something which you're compared to with meaning that this document has knowledge like you, it's powerful like a human being or even more, and this actually protects you. So the haste, what do we see here clearly in the Rishalmi? Agam as Anochri is nitten geder from Kiyom Mitzvah Mezuzah, even though he's sending it to a non-Jew. And he of course is not at all included in the, the fulfillment of a Mitzvah of Mezuzah. From Desvegen is Eichen Dem Fal, is even in such a case, Shayech der Inyum from Minterlach, was is da in Mezuzah. It's possible that we can say to a guy, I'm sending this to you and this Mezuzah will be for you as a protection. And especially according to the continuation and the conclusion of the story, is brought in a different place in Sheiltis. When he accepted this mezuzah, it actually accomplished and it brought protection. And there was a certain shindalet that was bothering him and it, it ran away. So this whole entire concept of a mezuzah being used to place into a cane or the fact that it's being sent to a non-Jew seems to be a very astounding idea. If this was the custom that they placed into this cane, a mezuzah, specifically a mezuzah, that this is being taken here, not just in any random parsha in the Torah, which has some kedusha to it, and therefore we're using this, Torah in general provides protection, not al from a mezuzah. They specifically took a mezuzah to place into the cane. So the question is, How is it possible here to say that there's any protection of this mezuzah when it's just a mezuzah but it's not being hung on the doorpost as a mitzvah? The din is doch. The halacha is as tola b'makal psula. Even if someone would have a cane or a stick that's right near his doorpost and he hangs it on this stick near the doorpost, it's possible. He didn't fulfill the mitzvah properly. And with the Gemara zakt, the Gemara is noch madgish, the Gemara even emphasizes more. Sakone ve'im ba mitzvah. There's a danger here and there's no mitzvah. Kapitish Rashi and Rashi explains. Sakone minamazikin. He's, he's in danger from anyone that can uh, come and, and, and cause him harm. The house will not be protected until he places it on the actual doorpost itself as the halacha demands. So we see clearly that there are certain conditions of how a mezuzah has to be affixed to the doorpost in order to provide the protection to the home. Even though the Gemara does say, 
in the house of Munvez, the king, in the inns that they had, they would place the mezuzah there, even in places where it wasn't obligated in the mitzvah of mezuzah, but they would place the mezuzah on a stick near the doorpost as a remembrance of the mitzvah of mezuzah. This idea of making a zecher for an actual mitzvah, we find in other scenarios. When you can't fulfill the mitzvah, so you do, you do something as a zecher. For example, The zroya that we take, the, the, we take a piece of, the, um, of a chicken, we take the zroya and we use it as a remembrance for the carbon Pesach that was brought in the time of the Vesa Mikdash. However, we never find as that just by making a zecher you get the benefit, the reward of the mitzvah. So even if we're going to say that here this is a zecher, but this would not provide a shmirah. And the, the reason is why you do not get the reward of the mitzvah is understood. It's somewhat like and it's reminding you of the mitzvah. The reward of a mitzvah is of course connected to the fulfillment of the actual mitzvah. So our question remains, what does this mean that a mezuzah itself is a source of protection? A pianal is move on, but based on everything we learned before, we understand this. The protection that comes from a mezuzah is not merely a reward for fulfilling the mitzvah. But this is actually intrinsic to the actual object of the mezuzah itself. That's what the mezuzah is. It's an object of protection. So it's possible as a me'en from the minyin that somewhat of this protection is faran in the mezuzah alein. That it's there already, this power of protection in the actual mezuzah itself. Even before you fulfill the actual mitzvah. Once it's written, it's properly for the mitzvah of mezuzah. Or even when it's written, every word exactly, precisely the way a mezuzah is written, and it's being written and it's being given to a non-Jew. So if the mitzvah is, if the mezuzah that is, is written exactly the way a mezuzah is written, it has that power of shmire that a mezuzah has. So the point there is, if a mezuzah would be a mezuzah, the fulfillment of a mitzvah that the Ebesh just says, and a mezuzah itself has no power of shmirah in it. That's not what the mitzvah itself consists of. The shmirah that comes from the mezuzah is a schar. When do you get that schar? If you fulfill the mitzvah. If there's no fulfillment of the mitzvah, there's zero schar. But since the mitzvah itself consists of the shmirah, so of course the ultimate shmirah you have when you place it on the doorpost. And otherwise, you don't have the full Shmirah, and therefore the Gemara says it's a Sakana. However, somewhat of the Shmirah is there with the mezuzah itself, because that's intrinsic to what the very object of the mitzvah of mezuzah is all about. With this, we could explain a very wondrous story that the Friedrich Rebbe related actually about himself. When he was imprisoned. So the first time they interrogated him, they asked him, do you know where you are? The Friedrich Rebbe was speaking with such chutzpah to the interrogators, so they like, do you know where you are? So the Friedrich Rebbe answered and said, Of course I'm aware where I am. I'm in such a place. It's exempt of placing a mezuzah on the doorpost here. There are places that are exempt of a mezuzah, like a barn for horses, 
and a bathroom. So that's how he described the place that he's in. move on. So this response of the Friedrich Rebbe, it's not understood why he responded this way. Why does the Friedrich Rebbe choose to express himself regarding this place in this negative way? That this place is exempt from mezuzah. Even if the Friedrich Rebbe wants to bring in something in connection to a mitzvah, but he doesn't have to bring it in in this negative way. It would be more fitting to answer and bring in the Eibishter in a positive way. I'm in a place that here as well, there's the divine providence of Hashem right here. Friedrich Rebbe very much emphasizes this in the story that relates about what happened in the details of his imprisonment before his interrogation and after. That Hashem's glory fills every space in the world or something similar to this expression of the Pasik. This is something that the Friedrich Rebbe emphasizes throughout. So why is this not the response that he gave the interrogators when they asked him whether he knows where he is? And especially as Friedrich Rebbe wanted to demonstrate to them, as he himself related more than once, as a that he's going to be very strong and will not at all consider their existence. To the point that he considered them to be non-existence, nothing. They will not at all move him in any way. So of course it would be more fitting to mention the fact this is the Abish's world, I'm in the presence of Hashem and therefore all of you are totally non-significant and non-existent. So why is he mentioning about this mezuzah and in a negative manner? So the point, according to what we learned before here, we can say as follows. Even here in such a place, and in prison, wanted to have the protection of a mezuzah. So since it's of course impossible to literally fulfill the mitzvah of mezuzah in such a place, so therefore he did whatever is possible to make some kind of a mention to remember the mitzvah of mezuzah. Even more than this, not just to stand mention the concept of a mezuzah, but to say a halacha in taita about the mezuzah. When you speak about mezuzah, the very object of a mezuzah is an object of protection. So speaking about the taita of the mezuzah, Bring somewhat of a protection. So therefore he spoke about and clarified the halacha of a mezuzah. The place where he's in is exempt from a mezuzah. And by mentioning this, he created a connection to the mitzvah of mezuzah where he is in a double way. Aleph number one. Just by learning a halacha and mentioning a halacha about mezuzah. So this is similar to what the Gemara tells us regarding a carbon. When one learns the halachas about a carbon, it's as if you actually brought the carbon. So here as well, by learning a halacha about mezuzah, it's as if he fulfills the mitzvah of mezuzah. 
Based on another point here is By him mentioning and clarifying this halacha as their bias that this house here, this room here It does fall into the category of being a room and a place which is a bias that usually is what qualifies for the mitzvah But over here in this case is It's still nevertheless exempt from placing a mezuzah on it so this pearl given a so this creates a connection. Not only with the halacha of the Torah that he said of the mezuzah, he's creating a connection to this bias, to this place, to the actual mitzvah mezuzah. There's a connection to this place in a negative sense. There, bias is yet This house happens to be potter. On one hand, it is a house that's related to the mitzvah, that falls under the category of the qualification of Beisecha for the mitzvah, but this place happens to be such a kind of house which is actually potter. So there is a connection to this house, but in a negative sense. Or in other words, to put it in a bit of a different way, the connection of a house, of a room, to a mezuzah could be in one of two ways. Aleph, a bias, was his mechoyiv the mezuzah, a house which is actually obligated in the mitzvah, is the shaykhis and anayfim chiyuvi. So that's a connection in the positive sense that you're actually obligated. Durch kivei zayin a mezuzah al pesach when you actually go and affix the mezuzah to the doorpost. Beis, a bias, was his patum a mezuzah. You have a house, it's also a house. When it says in the Torah, beisecha, it's also included in that pasik. And it's potter of mezuzah. It's the shaykhis and anayf and shlili. So over here, the connection to the mitzvah of mezuzah will be in the negative. Then folked oist, tzivli You'll come in and, 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 and analyze or examine this doorpost and examine this house to see, is it chayi mezuzah? Is it not chayi mezuzah? And you're going to fulfill and follow what the Torah says. And you don't affix the mezuzah to this door. But the very fact that this is a house and you come and examine if yes or no, and then you say, no, it's not, that itself is fulfilling a mitzvah of mezuzah, so to speak, in the negative sense, in relation to this house as well. So this is the reason why the Friedrich Rebbe was added to that he's in a house, he's in a place which is a bias, which is related to the obligation of mezuzah. And it's potter of this mezuzah. Because this brought a connection to the mitzvah of mezuzah. And what is the very mitzvah of mezuzah? Shmireh. It's not stam a side reward of the mitzvah, but that's actually what the mitzvah itself consists of. So therefore, by connecting this place to the mezuzah, even in a way, in the negative, which is a way of fulfilling the mitzvah by not placing the mezuzah, you're connecting this place to what the mezuzah is, which is the shmira of the mezuzah. From all of this we understand. The Geidel has chus versus da in the Eshtadlus in Miftza mezuzah obufrat b'yemeina The tremendous merit that there is in the effort in the Miftza mezuzah which the Rebbe announced in those years the campaign to see that every single Jewish home should have a mezuzah and especially in these days The Medrash compares Klal Yisrael to one lamb living amongst 70 wolves and the only way Yidin could be protected and saved is by this one shepherd that protects it and guards it and saves it. 
especially after the last occurrences, and the Rebbe is referring to in that time when there were, were um, a group of Yidin that were killed in Eretz Yisrael in the mid-70s, in Tavshin Lamedalet, in Velache and then they went and they looked at the mezuzahs of those people that were killed, God forbid, uh, is as, as, so they saw, you saw clearly as Asad Gefelt in the bottom from the Gelitinet of those people and that in their homes, the ones that uh, unfortunately were killed in key mitzvahs mezuzah. The mezuzahs that they had in their homes were not, were not kosher mezuzahs. Was the shame geschrieben in an oifen as mezolahs gezen. When the mezuzah is shown zusammengewickelt is shin dalet yud. The name of the Ebesher that's written on a mezuzah and has to be exposed and seen even after you roll up the mezuzah is the name of shin dalet yud which is Rosh Tevis shomer dalsas Yisrael. The guardian of the doors of the Eden. So those people, they had a mezuzah, but it was missing this shin dalad yud, and therefore didn't have the protection of the mezuzah. So this was something that was clearly seen regarding those that unfortunately were killed at that time. So now we understand that it should be the greatest effort possible. As every Jewish home should have a mezuzah on all doors. That are obligated in the midst of mezuzah. And also to be sure that it's affixed to the doorpost on the right side, which is different halachas, how to determine exactly which side you place the mezuzah on. This effort should be both with men and side by noshim and with women as well. They're obligated in this mitzvah exactly like men. The Gemara itself explains this. The Gemara there considers that maybe we should say that women are potter from mezuzahs. The Gemara says that can't be. Men need life and women don't need life. If the Pasik says that by the mitzvah of mezuzah, year by you'll have long life, of course this is a mitzvah for women as well. V'oid, an additional point, how the mitzvah of mezuzah is actually uniquely connected to a woman. Zayindig the akeres habayis, being that the woman is the mainstay of the home, so of course there's a special obligation and the job of the woman is to see that all things in the house should be proper and in place. Including also the fact that the mezuzah has the protection that it needs. And through the mitzvah of mezuzah, this protects everything in the home. And everything that's found in the home. Actually, even more so. As it says clearly in the Zayar, the Shmire is an anoifim fun havaye yishmait seischa uvayacha meyata vadeilam. That Hashem protects when you go out and when you come back home forever. Even when you leave your home. And since all Yidin are guarantors for one, one for another to fulfill a mitzvah. All Yidin are considered to be like one big body, making up one unit. So through adding in the fulfillment of the mitzvah of mezuzah of just one single room or every single room, 
Vat nitaisav oich in the shmirah from the ganze kaima from Kal Yisrael. This adds to the protection to all Kal Yisrael that it made it make up one body. From yed yid, so it adds to the protection of every single yid. Anoshim, noshim, v'taf, men, women, and children. B'chol makim shuhu in any location where they are in the world. Abaloshim akasev again to quote the pasuk that Isaiah brings regarding mezuzah. Havaye yishmitzeischa ovayecha me'atov yadayla that Hashem should protect you when you come in, you go out. Out, now and forever.